Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Welcome to episode four of the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Today I'm talking about bookkeeping and how cloud systems like Xero have simplified this process. And yes, I'm not going to talk to you about how to be a bookkeeper or data entry or any of the technical side of it. So please put that out of your mind. That's not what we're talking about. I love Xero, and whilst it would be lovely to be sponsored by Xero, I'm not being paid anything to say this. I started using Xero back in 2012 when it was still a relative unknown in Australia and only the second cloud accounting system available. At the time, I was regularly getting inquiries from new startup businesses. And these were young people who, technically savvy, new computers, were comfortable with internet, not an issue. And so I set them all up on zero. I gave them an hour or two of training on how to use it, and they were up and running. It's that simple to use. And if you're not using it already, jump on the bandwagon. Zero is the future of your accounting system for your small business. And after six months of doing that, I decided that I would convert my own office accounts from MYOB to Xero. I had the old MYOB desktop accounting thing that only worked on my computer, on my desk. And when I changed to Xero, I immediately saved myself four hours a month in data processing time. from that time on I've been shouting from the rooftops and telling everyone I know or see or have any opportunity to talk to about how awesome Xero is and I even wrote a book about it connected technology how to transform your business with cloud accounting if you're not using an internet accounting system do yourself a favor go and grab a copy it's available from my website amandafisher.com.au. Go click on the author tab and you'll find the book there. You can download paperback hard copy or a PDF copy. But that's just the history. Let's fast forward to now. And whilst in the early days the novelty was being able to have the information up to date every day, what we identified was that all the different benefits that were espoused back in 2012, the 10 reasons why you should use zero, things like time saving, massive, automation of data entry, 
which of course creates a lot of the time savings, the ability for your advisors to see your numbers, real-time up-to-date numbers, and all those benefits are still there. They're still absolutely valid. But the spin-off from it and the greatest benefit of all is having those numbers available to you when you want to make decisions and at the same time allows you to see what's happening in the business. Because let's face it, what we used to do, many, would wait until the bookkeeper came at the end of the month or perhaps the end of the quarter and they'd madly work away for half a day or a day or two days and get the accounts up to date so that you could lodge tax returns and BAS returns. And no one looked at them. The only reason they were ever produced and all the data entry, the bookkeeping was done, was so that you could do the tax office stuff. <laughs> but if you think about the bigger businesses, those guys are looking at their numbers on regular basis they're looking at their reports they're looking to see how they're going they're setting plans for the future they're setting budgets they're looking at how they're comparing to budget whether they're on track or not and asking questions and making decisions but as small business people we didn't do it as I say the bookkeeping was always done after the end Sure, the invoicing was done. That was the one thing most businesses did was they invoiced their clients or customers, did the sales, that's fine, but had no idea whether they were making any money, whether there was any profit, cash flow, which I talked about in an earlier episode, was just looking at how much money was in the bank. So, you know, the correlation between cash flow and profit wasn't known. And so now and for some years really, now we have information at your fingertips. It's accurate, it's up to date. It's telling the story of what your business is doing and it's now. It's not looking at figures 12 months after the event, 10 months after the event, two months after the end of the quarter. No, it's looking at what your figures are from just last week, from yesterday. So it's really useful information. So the value of online accounting systems is the ability for the bookkeeping to be done regularly. And when I say regularly, I'm talking daily or at worst weekly. Having a bookkeeper come after the end of the month or once a fortnight just doesn't cut it anymore. What you're going to be doing is letting your competitors get ahead of you because the moment circumstances change, business changes, it's the businesses that are using the new technology, the businesses that are on the cloud that have got up-to-date information that can see what's happening today, that are making a decision today that's going to impact tomorrow not waiting for figures till for another three or four weeks or three, 12 months, 12 weeks, and then looking at them and going, oh, that was really great, but, geez, I wish we'd known that was going on because if we'd known that 12 weeks ago, look, look at how much money we could have saved. Look at how much more money we could have earned. 
overall how much more profit we could make, how much better our cash flow could be. All these decisions, all these benefits come from having absolutely up-to-date, accurate information. So the bookkeeping being done on a really regular basis is vital to be able to look at those numbers and get accurate information. When people start out in business, and I did mention this in an earlier episode too, often the case is you have to be the jack of all trades or the jewel of all trades. You have to do everything yourself. You're the admin person, you're the bookkeeper, you're the marketing person, you're the delivery person, you're the operations person, you're everything. And I highly recommend that you do be that bookkeeper in the early days of your business. Janine Alice of Boost Juice has written and talked about how when she first started Boost Juice, and we all know that that's massive, when she first started, she did do the bookkeeping herself. And she's written about how when she then abdicated the bookkeeping and accounting to experts, and I say abdicate for a reason, she didn't delegate, she gave it to them and then forgot about it. But what she found was she had the she didn't have the finger on the pulse anymore. She didn't know what was going on. She was relying on them, expecting them to give her information about what was happening in the business, and they weren't. And that's not uncommon. But the benefit she then had was when she realised that she'd abdicated and then took back control and started to ask for those reports and start to review those reports herself again because she knew how to do it, because she understood how the numbers worked together, she was able to use those reports. Have other people do the work, that's not, a, that's not the problem. But it's knowing what's in behind those numbers, where those numbers come from, and how you can use those numbers to get better results. That's where the value is. So I do recommend that you do learn how to do the basic bookkeeping yourself in the early days for as long as you can, as long as the volume of transactions is low, do it yourself. You'll learn so much about your numbers. Not only that, but you'll keep a really good finger on the pulse. I was recently approached by a business owner and we started going through the numbers. And one of the things that became really clear to me was that those regular monthly subscriptions that we all sign up for get paid automatically on your credit card month after month after month after month. And the bookkeeper just processes it month after month after month after month because that's what they're there for. A bookkeeper's role in the, historically has never been to question what you're paying. It's your responsibility to be making sure you're paying the bills correctly, that you're paying for what you're getting. And they don't think to ask, are you actually using this service anymore? Do you need to be paying this anymore? And what we discovered was there's a whole suite of services that 
They just weren't using. They'd subscribe to various things thinking, yes, I will use that. And they might have in the early days, but then either stopped using it for whatever reason or found a better alternative, but then never went back and cancelled the earlier version, earlier system they used. That's where having your finger on the pulse, knowing what's in the books, means you can have a look at that, means you are keeping a good idea on what's being paid, and having a good look at what's on your credit card is an important part of that process because it's really easy to let those slip through. I've let them slip through. I've gone, I had one, actually I tried to cancel it. I couldn't cancel it. They couldn't find what I'd signed up under. I think at the time I'd probably changed my email, my business at that stage. It probably was attached to an old email address that I no longer had access to, but they couldn't find it. I had all sorts of trouble trying to cancel that subscription. In the end, I had to go back through the credit card company and tell them that I didn't to want it honoured and to stop honouring that payment and to ask for them to prove the payment. And that way I managed to eliminate it. It was just the circumstances, the fact I lost track of which email address it was on and I no longer had access to a couple of my old emails. But a similar thing. It's really easy to for those to slip through and you don't realise. So the bookkeeping process is an important one and it's important to make sure that you understand what the bookkeeper's doing, what their responsibilities are and what your responsibilities are. A bookkeeper should never actually pay anything. They should never have the authority to access your bank account, your actual internet banking, they should never have the authority to pay bills on your behalf. You need to make sure that that is something that you do. But also making sure that are they just doing the data entry? Are you just getting them to enter the bills for you? Are they reconciling the account or are you? Are they chasing your invoices or are you? Are they going to give you reports or are you going to log into the system yourself to get your reports? What are they doing? When are they doing it? How often are they doing it? Those are the types of questions that you need to be asking and seeking of your bookkeeper. And I think one of the biggest challenges that many people face is knowing whether or not the bookkeeper is doing a good job or not. And again, if you have taking a little bit of time and as I say one to two hours will get you the basics that you need to know if you're using zero. If you spend that couple of hours, invest that couple of hours in learning what to do and actually do the work for a few months yourself, when you put on a bookkeeper, it will be really easy for you to identify whether or not they're doing it right or not because you know what it is. Bookkeepers often are people who who sit in, who are kind of what I like to call kind of backroom people. You know, they're not the, necessarily the most sociable people in the world. They're a bit nerdy perhaps. They, uh, and I'm being a bit generalist, so I know there are lots of others that aren't. But if you have a bookkeeper that's not asking you questions, 
then you need to be asking them questions because it's not up to them to make judgment calls on what you're paying. It's not up to them to look at something and say, oh, that's such and such. No, they need to be asking you what it is if it's not a standard payment. You know, the, the regular bills you pay, the obvious ones, the phone, the rent, the wages, the super, insurance, the bank fees, the accountant's fees, all those are fine. But when you start paying other things, they need to know what they are and not just make a guess as to what it is. They need to be asking you. They need to be asking you, you made this payment to XYZ company, what's it for? And you'll know. That's, oh, that's some printing we got done. Or, you know, oh, that was a consultant I did for, I got for such and such. Or that was some graphic design work I got done for the website or for the new brochures or whatever. You'll know what it is if the invoice doesn't give the detail. But if they're not asking the questions, and particularly for things that are going on in the credit card, that's a, an important one. The other little tip I always suggest for preference is to have a credit card you're using for business and a separate credit card you're using for personal. This has a twofold benefit. One is that it does reduce the amount of transactions that the bookkeeper is reconciling because if you've got all your personal transactions going through the company books, then they're reconciling every transaction off that credit card as well. So it's a volume perspective and it's a time and it will cost you. And it's costing you for doing nothing because if it's personal expenses, you can't claim it. It's, it's personal. It's got nothing to do with the business. The second side of it, of course, is it does mean that your bookkeeper knows an awful lot about your personal life, where you go for dinner, what takeouts you buy, where you buy, you know, where you are, where you've been. Uh, it does give them a lot of information that they don't need to have. It's your personal life. It's your private life. Leave it private. Have your bookkeeper know about your business world. That's fine, but they don't need to know about your personal world. My view, you may have a different view, but Bear in mind, if you do put personal expenses through a card that's being fed into your business zero file or accounting system, that if you've got the personal expenses going through, the bookkeeper will take longer to reconcile because they're looking at every single transaction and having to account for it. So my view, learn the basics of how to use your accounting system Learn how to get in there. Learn how to put transactions through. Understand a little bit how to reconcile it, how to put in invoices, how to put in bills, and where to find the reports, how to pull the reports out, how to manipulate those reports to be what you want them to be if you want monthly or you know time periods that are different for some reason. Work out what those look like and have the conversation with your bookkeeper around exactly what their role is what they're doing for you and what your role is and what you're doing so that there's a clear line of delineation of who's doing what and it will make your bookkeeping life so much easier. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.